Hello and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Almost 30. It's Lindsay and Krista. Hi, welcome. If you're new here, welcome new friends. Welcome new friends. And if you're old here, we love you. We love you, love you. We really do. True OGs. True. You've seen, you've seen the try. You've seen the attempted glow up. Yeah, man. I think, I think we have glow up. Yes. (laughs) Not looks wise, but (laughs) spirit. Spirit wise. Yes. The spiritual globe is what we're after. So if you're new, um, almost 30, we started it four years ago when we were transitioning to our 30s. We felt super alone in our you know, evolution and just getting older. So we wanted to make people feel less alone. So we're a community, we're a brand, we have great workshops and downloadables. And if you want to start a podcast, we also support people doing that. And it's been really, I feel like this community and what we've been able to plug into has helped this year. Yes. 2020, y'all know. Don't you don't need me telling you, but it was a lot and I'm just really grateful. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, to be in community with people like you all and doing the work that we do. I just feel really really lucky. It's been a growth period. It's been like a really beautiful reflection time and I just feel so supported. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and everyone in the Facebook group's been holding it down. The moderators are just crushing it. It's been really beautiful to see everyone connecting all day long together. So, I've really enjoyed that recently. Yeah. Love you all. Dude, we were just in stitches for a good half stitches hour. Howling. Howling. We found this hilarious account, Brian Jordan Alvarez. He's a comedian, but he has. He uses a filter and has a character Marnie. called Marnie. This is just a comment on, what would you say? Spiritual yes. community yes. who offers classes and courses. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm going to play one of them. So Marnie has a little, it's like Marnie has that filter where it's just like a bowl cut and eyes and a mouth and the nose is kind of gone. So it's pretty much just like a bowl cut and eyes. Yeah. If we have a YouTube channel and we'll, we'll put this on our YouTube video. Ready? The phone. Give me the phone. People think I speak too candidly about God and energy, but what they don't know is that they are God and energy. So when I'm speaking candidly about these subjects, I'm speaking candidly about you. (laughs) You know the answer. You are the answer. You are the energy that I am reporting about. You are Source, baby! (laughs) Can't you feel it? Can't you feel yourself stimulating yourself with little dribbles and diamonds and gems of multicolored, beautiful energy just radiating up from the bottom of your toes through your groin area to the top of your head? You're it, baby. You only have one thing left to do in this whole wide, big life, and that is sign up for my class! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sign up for my class. Dude, there's tons Holy of videos hell. on that account where he's basically just like being oh. spiritual community people and at the end saying sign up for my class. <laughs> Dude. I just love, I love when people can can laugh at themselves and others totally. and like just make light of, because sometimes we can, get, we can get in it. Totally. And I can be like, wow, I got to get to the next spiritual level. I and know. Then- <laughs> I'm like, okay. Sign up for my class. And he's like, you are source energy, baby. And it's so funny because it's like so much of that I always, I like agree with. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's true. Like we are God, you are God. But it's just funny as hell to like laugh at it. Yeah, you guys got to see the actual video because the face is priceless. They're like, what is money? He's like, I had this mentor. 
She said that the price of a soul is $1,000 or like $138,000. <laughs> Which is just so good. I mean, yeah, the world, the spiritual world can get a little. Hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo, baby. Me and Lindsay always laugh. We're like, how much should we price this for? One, one, one. Four, four, four. Two, two, two. Three, three, three. Four, four, four. I want to do like 502. Yeah, honestly, 502.99. <laughs> Just needing that extra $2. Just like throwing people off. Holy hell. I mean, speaking of spiritual, we got some serious spiritual events coming up. Yeah, we got some big old things coming. Um, Lindsay and I were realizing that it's end of year. Mm-hmm. And um, if you guys didn't know, and what I find interesting as a first sentiment on end of year is like, I realized this today when I was walking in my kitchen, I was like, just like I had the hit. It was like, just FYI, the year doesn't really change anything. So when everyone's like, can't wait for 2020 to be over, can't wait, like 2020 needs to end. It's like, I got the vibe totally, but on Jan 1, nothing really happens. Unless we make it happen, you know, obviously. Well, a shift can happen at, and I say shift and, you know, I I don't mean that in like a grand sense, but just like change can happen in any moment. Totally. So if we're waiting for Jan 1, Mm -hmm. or if we think, you know, it's gonna happen on what we're gonna talk about December 21st, the Grand Conjunction, but like it could happen right now in this Mm -hmm. moment. So yeah. The time does not you exist. You are source energy, baby. Let me <laughs> tell you. You're growing. We should make merch that says you are source energy, baby. <laughs> oh, that's good. That would be fucking good. That would be good. Write yeah. it down. But it is funny. It is interesting though, because I've been like thinking about 2021. I'm like, oh, 2021 is going to be, personally, I think it's going to be a great year yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Not to flex Same. Not to flex on all y'all. but And I'm just like, oh, but what about now feels different than then? But there is like a shift that I think people step into when a new year happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's it's like that tipping point of like, mm-hmm. it can be really exciting, but then there's also like a fuck ton of pressure that could yes. just all of a sudden be dumped on you, like resolutions and goals. And this has to be better than last year pressure. Yeah, which is a little scary for people yes. to think about. Cause it's like, I remember when, you know, quarantine first happened and it was like so romantic. Everyone was like, I'm going to learn French. <laughs> And I'm going to bake bread. Everyone was baking I'm bread. Everyone a sweater. And then at the end, everyone's like, yo, I'm medicated now. And I was just, you know, they like- They are bread. Yes, they literally, they, they turned to bread. There's just such a- pressure to do so much in 2021. So there also is that where it's like mitigating with that, where if we're still stuck inside, being realistic about what we can do with our goals. Yeah. I mean, not to say what everyone else is saying, but it is such like an inner peace work Mm -hmm. or inner peace thing first. So yeah, to your point, like physically things could maybe not be that different, Mm -hmm. but you know, if you haven't maybe taken a moment to be like, how do I feel? How do I really feel? Mm-hmm. Not what social media is telling me or what the news is telling me or what my family is telling me. It's like, how do I like really feel? And I think that could be mm-hmm. a really significant shift that could create somewhat of a butterfly effect in every little thing that you do every day, whether it's towards your goals or just like living a fun ass life. Yeah. You know? 
Living in joy, baby. Yeah. Got that joy. So we're going to be talking today about the grand conjunction that's happening on the 21st of December. And then we're going to be talking about really just how we're planning to approach the ending two years or the ending two months of the year and preparation for like a really good 2021 so we can feel really good. And like it's different. I think that's really the goal is doing as much as we can that's within our power to shift our own energy so that we can feel different in 2021, even if things around us haven't caught up to our changing frequency yet. Yeah. Should we tell them? So we we were learning in real time too what the grand conjunction mm-hmm. is. We have a bunch of different people who we turn, turn to for this, but Chani Nicholas, who's been on the podcast, I'll just read from, she offers a, a, a workshop on the conjunction, but on December 21st, right after the solstice, Jupiter and Saturn will form what is known as the great conjunction, ushering us into a new era. For the first time in a couple hundred years, this conjunction will take place in a new element and therefore denotes a paradigm shift. Air is the element of the intellect, the social sphere, and communications. The great conjunction occurring on the solstice, a moment historically equated with new beginnings, is a far more powerful initiation than the turning of the clock to January 1st, 2021. Make sure you mark this date and use it to set your intentions. A guide on how to do this is in that course. But yeah, it was just, it's from what I'm hearing from, you know, from Chani, from our friend Danielle Page and others that it's just a really, really potent portal where, you know, your intentions, your desires, your visions are basically like a hundred X and just intensified, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, if we think about the the planets of Saturn and Jupiter, they're super, they're like some of the biggest planets in our solar system. They're big. They have their moons. And there's a lot of interesting information about what they represent. And I also noticed too that the, you know how Jupiter has the uh, spiral in the eye? It's also been changing shape. So it's Mm -hmm. normally like uh, hexagonal and it's actually changing. And then they were also talking about on, in Saturn, there was like changing parts of it, I guess like the, what you can visibly see from earth are changing as well. So I think the planets are actually in response, changing to a lot that's going on in, um, in our galaxy. But when I think about this, I really do have to remind myself that it's like millionaires don't look at astrology, billionaires do. And some of the greatest organizations and people in history have used astrology as their guide point and way making for decisions that they want to do. And so if this is a more potent portal for us than January 1, it is smart to think about how we can leverage it to the best of our abilities versus waiting until you know January 1. Yeah. And I was just thinking what type of like questions we should be asking mm-hmm. ourselves as we approach this. Cause sometimes I get nervous when there's like a date, yes. an astrological date. I'm like, I don't want to fuck this up. Like, I, you 100%. know what I mean? I'm like, what should I be doing? Should I be like beside a river and like with a blanket out <laughs> and journaling and, you know, doing my thing? Or what does that look like? And I, I'm thinking about what I'm going to be doing on that day, which is like driving from New York to go see my parents. And I'm like, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> What kind of ritual are you going to be doing? (laughs) But I actually think it's cool because I'm going to be waking up with Sean and then driving to see my parents. And there's kind of like this this energy that I truly know, I I feel it already that I want to hold for the future Mm. of like what those relationships look like, et cetera, et cetera. Love that. Um, But one question I was, and our coach Aaron Rose asked us was like, 
what do I want to experience mm-hmm. like moving forward from that date? Mm-hmm. Like being really specific, whether it's a feeling or tangibly what I want to experience and what do I no longer want to experience, mm-hmm. which is like that adamant tone that PETA talks about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in therapy on Saturday and it was a session that pissed me off. But it was like, she said, well, I was talking about something with like politics and I was like, I just, why the fuck am I talking about this? I was like, why am I still like, I'm just totally falling for it of being so consumed with something that is like relevant in some sense and then irrelevant in others. And she's like, well, what do you want to be talking about? And I was like, um, what? I was like, what do you mean? And I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I, maybe it was I didn't feel comfortable saying, but I didn't really have a good a good sense of what I wanted to even be talking about. And so I thought that was really interesting. It's like when we sit there and we're like, we don't want to be experiencing COVID. We don't want to be experiencing, you know, the ways that 2020 has just taken us on this like wild ride. It's like, what do we want to experience if it's not that? And I think of any year in my life, this year has been the year of like, knowing what I don't want to experience. Mm-hmm. The contrast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What, maybe we share one or two. What do, what do you want to experience more in the new year? Or after December 21st? I'm really excited about the new year. I'm really going to be the woman I was made to be. And I felt like that at 30. I felt like really embodied at 30, but I feel next year is going to be even bigger. What do I want to experience? I want to experience more this is weird, but like decisiveness. Mm -hmm. Just want to like be more like queen of swords energy and just like be very decisive and move quickly with things without having energy residue on any decisions or relationships that I have. Yeah. I did a post on that the other day because I was just like, I'm fucking sick of your indecisiveness. Yeah. You just get sick of it. It's like annoying because it's almost like in those moments of indecisiveness, you can almost, it's like I'm witnessing myself being indecisive and I'm like, Jesus, yeah, get it together. You totally. already know. Mm-hmm. And literally my indecisiveness is from like feeling the room and I'm like, what do they want me to say? Mm-hmm. What should I say? What is the best for everyone in the long, you know, I don't know. It's just like, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not the best for everyone. Mm-hmm. If it's not good for me, it's not good for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I completely, completely agree. I would add, I want to experience more like, play. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, like I do a good job, but I, I like schedule the play. Mm-hmm. I want it to feel a bit more like mm-hmm. just random. Yes. And throughout, yes. like throughout the structure, just kind of like really playing within like this, this life that we've created. It's cool. Yeah. I, I love the serious moments of like getting things done, but then just like really mm-hmm. kind of relishing in, in it also more play. Yeah. And both of ours require more space. Yes. It's like, okay, so what are you, how are you going to set yourself up? Because you always have to go back. It's like, okay, so if you want more decisiveness, what is keeping you from that? For me, it's not having space to be, because I'm residued from the last conversation, I'm moving to the next, you know, not enough yep. space to really be fully present to make a fully embodied decision on anything. Or, th- or certain things. And same for play. It's like with space, like before this, we were able to laugh because we didn't have anything else for the day except for this. Yep. You know, by mm-hmm. giving yourselves more space, you're able to usually experience more of the things that you want to experience. Yes. Should we talk about our prep? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're going to talk about, um, you know, our last two weeks of the year, our last weeks of the year, and how we're going to prep for the Grand Conjunction. 
The grandmother. The grandmother. This Lots is my plan for the grandmother. <laughs> Lots of meat and veggies in yeah, the freezer. Literally. I want you to eat fruit only. <laughs> watermelon. Juiced watermelon only. <laughs> and sign up for my course. Sign up for my class. I think, and I guess just a thought on this, it's like what I will plan to do is really uh, tap into this plan for the next weeks. And then after the 21st, it's like using that time to rest until mm. the first you know, hopefully resting as much as we can. And that's my wish for for all of you is that although this year we've been inside and we've been at our computers and we've been on our phones and we've been moving from big screen TV to little screen phone to medium sized screen at our computer mm-hmm. on a daily basis, it doesn't mean that we don't need to rest and we don't need to spend time off of our devices or in nature or sleeping or napping or writing or whatever it is that we need to do. It actually means we need that even more. And I do have the wondering because we're going to be a continued period of time at home during the holidays, if people are going to use that time to rest as much as we could. Yeah. Yeah. I pray because it's, it's so important Mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, all the things I think, you know, in, in those last couple of weeks, I'll be with like family, Sean, et cetera. And it's like really important to me that I'm like as present as possible. And then also holding those relationships to like the highest vision, true, like really being so present where in the moment, if I feel a certain thing, I can express it with love. Cause I think when we are spending time with family over the holidays, it's really easy and just speaking from my experience to fall into autopilot and like the usual and almost anticipate what dad's going to say or anticipate, et cetera. And so I kind of want to have a bit of a, a reset so that I'm curious and I'm not anticipating anything and I'm asking questions and I'm just kind of like opening up for conversation rather than closing off knowing what I'm going to get. Because that's kind of how I want my relationships to be in the future, especially like with my family. So definitely that. And then just noticing like, and you wrote a post on this about like shoulds Mm -hmm. and just noticing like where I'm like, because end of year, sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck, I think I have a lot to do. Yeah, that's me- <laughs> mega shoulds. I'm like, I should do this and I should do this. So it's like right now leading up to it, just like being as organized and mm-hmm. thoughtful and aware as possible on like things we need to do for the business and just leading up to all the exciting things in the new year. And then just trusting that like that has set me up for like, huh, okay, like I don't need to like, should the whole time during vacation. Like I can kind of be one moment to the next. But yeah, I loved that post you did. Stop shitting yourself. (laughs) No, actually I didn't say that in the post because everyone Everyone ruined it. Everyone ruined the should argument when they said, stop shitting yourself. (laughs) Dude, okay, got it. Funny, funny. Uh, But yeah, the family piece is really interesting too. And it's mm -hmm. just a good offering for people when we go around family. And I'm going to be... Going to Ohio, that's the plan. Um, going to the lion's den for my spiritual awakening. <laughs> going, going to the Can eye of the storm. You, could you imagine if you did the ayahuasca in Ohio? <laughs> oh, be, dude. They'd be, I'd be like, where are we? And they'd be like, IHOP. I'd be like, what? <laughs> Why am I in IHOP parking lot on ayahuasca? Holy hell, yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, for being being with family is always the great test for how our spiritual journey is going or 
where we need healing. So mm-hmm. if we need any inspiration for 2021, we can always find it. We can mostly find it with family. Yeah. And last thing I was going to say was just kind of pulling back. Like, I feel like this year you probably have like a tentacle in the news, a tentacle in like your guru and this and that. like, just like very much outward seeking advice, information, all the thing, guidance, um, the answers. And so taking this time to just come on back, mm-hmm. reel it in, I think is important because then we can just kind of jump off into the new year, like starting from that point of knowing us and what we need and how we're feeling and what intuitively feels good and what intuitively does not feel so good rather than always needing like the other. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, so that actually leads into my my preparation. So if you're preparing for New Year's or if you're preparing for the 21st, both work or if you're preparing just to change your life the next day. My first one was like pulling away from the chaos. So it's really like it mm. stands true to your, you know, tentacles, but pulling away from anything that feels like it is chaos inducing. Example, we're on a nice call today. I get three Amber Alerts from the city of Los Angeles. How do you turn off Amber Alerts? Who knows? I think it's like illegal. I think honestly, they're like stuck on your phone. About changing stay-at-home orders, fine for one, not three. So it's like, how is there little moments where we're having chaos occur or happen in our lives, whether it's when we seeking it through the media, through television, through Instagram, through Twitter, through relationships. I think any opportunity for us to come back to ourselves is, you know, something that helps us just reestablish our own auric field and energy and remember who we are. Yeah. You know, we have a friend that is amazing and is in chaos for most of their existence. And so as an example, I'm sort of pulling away for the foreseeable future so that I can sort of maintain my own sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure we all have friends like that mm-hmm. where it's just like, love, love you. And for my own well being, I just need to pull back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So pulling away from chaos. Mm, good one. I just want to take a little like inventory on like the, the health piece mm. where I'm feeling good. And I just want to like establish, you know, if we're going to be inside for, you know what I mean? Like not able to go to the workouts, just like having a really solid morning practice. Mine is okay right now, but I think just having that movement, having that space, waking up earlier so I don't have to rush into the day, just having like that set will feel really good going into the new year. Um, And then like, B of that is like making sure that I'm just getting the nourishment I need. Mm. You know, like I feel like my appetite has changed this year and it's been odd. And I just want to make sure that I'm getting like the nutrients, the protein, the greens, you know, the whole food that I that I really need because that's when I feel my best. So just kind of taking note on that and investing in it. Like if that means that I need to set myself up with like a meal delivery or I need to go every Sunday to the grocery store, like just really commit to that because I don't want that to fall by the wayside just because I'm quote unquote busy. Yeah, I saw this thing the other day online. It said something, it was like, Everyone wonders, and you know, I don't know if I subscribe to this belief, but it made me think. It was like, everyone wonders why they feel so 
crazy or anxious, it's because, and they're like, it's because you're eating everyone else's energy. So when other people are preparing your food, when other people are growing your food, touching your food, you know, whatever's happening with your food before contributes to the energetic of energetics of your food. Totally. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, that's kind of true. And just making, I was going to go to the farmer's market the other day, but because of COVID, the line is, the line was crazy to get in, but like making time to maybe go early and like get the fresh organic produce. Cause I love cooking, but it's just about me like actually putting in the time to prepare and get the food. So yeah, I think that's a good one, especially when it's like the sweets and the treats are all Mm -hmm, around, which is great. We love, I love me a treat, but just thinking about, yeah, just like inventory in all parts of your health and mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah. You know, totally. food consumption, all of that. Because it does affect your energetic body when you are eating really well. This one's huge for me. And this one's like my biggest thing that I'm doing and, that, and I've been thinking about doing is really disengaging from the agenda. And so the election was like, I mean, I'm sure everyone was just like fully on board. And this has to do with pulling away from chaos in a, in a big way. But for me, it's more so disengaging from the places that I am doing research, the places that I'm trying to stay up to date, whether it's on the election, whether it's on vaccines, whether it's on stay-at-home orders, whether it's on COVID. There's so many different areas that we can really, really be trying to keep in touch, trying to do research, trying to see what the news is saying, trying to see what this person is saying, trying to see what our favorite influencer is saying, and just kind of pulling away from all of these agendas that Mm -hmm. are out there and all of these places that, you know, seek to confuse, seek to scare, seek to um, possibly enlighten as well. So just where can I pull away from that? Mm-hmm. I know as much information as I need to know about the current state, quote unquote, of the world that is helpful for me in this now moment. I don't need to seek any anymore. Yeah. I found myself in an odd hole, like a Gaia hole the other day. I mm-hmm. love Gaia, but like there was kind of a hole I was in and I was like, how do I feel? Like at the end of the night, I was like, whoa, how do I feel? I feel sad, anxious, and disappointed. (laughs) Yes. And even though rightfully so, on this particular subject, it was like, so I'm bringing that exact energy vibration into that next moment. Yes. So it's like, yes, I'm sad about this, but it's like, it's like with me. And yes. I, I really don't want, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that kind of information or or topics have the same energy frequency that the the opposition has. Yes. So it's actually an energetic match a lot of times when you're finding out information, whether it's whatever the topic is. But yeah, I always, yeah, it's definitely something to think about. And mm-hmm. I thought about that too. I'm like, how am I staying in the energy of what I don't want by continuing to research the truth in quotes or whatever could be potentially happening with the state of the world today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. My next one is on, okay, how do I describe this? Really embodying how I want to be in the choices and choices I make. So the example is like with finances. I had this story that I'm like, oh, I, I didn't grow up being taught any of this stuff. I don't really know. I'm insecure. I'm not confident about it. And leading up to this and into next year and beyond, 
and I've already started to do this where I'm just like going for it. So I'm like, I'm going to invest in this and I want to invest in this and I want to like learn about this without having this um, loop that's like, why are you doing that? You don't know anything about that. It's like just doing it. And even if I'm, I'm entering in at entry level understanding, the doing of it gives me so much confidence and it like excites me. I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing it. <laughs> so it's like with money, um, this could look like health for some people and nutrition. It could look like entrepreneurship. So guitar many different lessons. things, guitar lessons. Yeah. Like just doing it because why not? And doing it also because the, the act of actually doing it gives me so much life where I'm like proud of myself. I'm learning something and who knows, like mm-hmm. me investing in this, you know, say for the financial thing, it's like, Maybe something pops. Maybe something like, oh, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's been more fun rather than sitting in that fear of like, oh, I can never do that. Like I've never learned about that. Like why I don't deserve to play in this sandbox. Totally. Which is like, when you say it out loud, it's so annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. Again, with the like, I'm sick of that. Yes. I'm sick Totally. Because when that. you hear other people, you're like, shut I know. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really, really good one. I think another one for me, especially during holiday times, boundaries. Yeah. And boundaries is like the fortification of your bubble. So what does that mean? It goes along with disengaging from the agenda. You are fortifying your bubble. You are creating boundaries mm. with that. You're creating boundaries when you pull out of chaos. You are creating boundaries when you know you have a friend that you love and maybe you kind of need a little bit of space from them because mm-hmm. they are a chaos bringer. Or... Boundaries is also going home to be with family, but maybe staying someplace else and not staying at your actual house so that you don't feel or like you're going to fall into like the same patterns or traps. Or boundaries could be turning off the message notifications on your phone or any notifications on your phone. Whatever boundaries looks like for you, you know, just making sure that we're being really strong and really sovereign with those boundaries. Mm-hmm. What's what's one boundary that, that you haven't shared? Hmm. I've definitely gotten more more baller with my boundaries this year, but a boundary that I'm really seeking to cultivate more intentionally is like a pseudo-spiritual boundary. It sounds mm-hmm. crazy, but it's like, I definitely have great boundaries, but there are times when I am with people that I love a little bit leaky. Mm-hmm. So... And I will doubt it. So as an example with a chaotic friend, because I love them and because I have compassion and because I don't want anyone to feel alone or I don't want anyone to feel like, you know, they can't be themselves or they can't express who they are. I would be a little bit leaky with the boundary rather than being very clear. And so that's like a good example. So it's just being way more intentional with the fine tuning of my boundaries and knowing that Instead of thinking, oh, you should be compassionate or you should, you know, you should be there for them or you don't want them to feel bad that they're chaotic. It's like, this is what I need right now and sticking with it. Yeah. What if I was the chaotic friend and like we were having like a yeah, moment here? Honestly. <laughs> I was like, she's bringing me chaos. She is wearing a white shirt. And yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, my last one and. In our session with with Aaron the other day, this this came up, but just like, what do I need to feel supported? And it just got me thinking of like how grand that could be, mm-hmm. how like indulgent it could be to set up my support systems this coming year 
both like personally with and within the business and in my relationships and putting it in the calendar and or asking for it from that other person or whatever. It's just, you know, for example, it's like, do we need, I mean, hopefully we can be in person in the new year at some point, but like, do we need massages every couple of weeks? 100%. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's being very clear about, yeah, that actually moves a lot of energy. I feel relaxed. I feel clear. That is worth it. And that's a great investment. And yes, every two weeks, that's what's happening. And having that built in or, you know, having a week for us to just be solely creative, like nine to six, just like whatever that means to us. So um, I'm excited to just kind of start to to plug that into the schedule and and know that like we deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, when he brought that up, I was kind of flat-footed. I'm like, what do you mean? I know. Because I'm so used to creating my own support. I'm so used to being my own support mm -hmm. or, yeah, I don't, I was like, what, what do you mean support? And it was like, oh, and even as an offering for the audience, it's like, what does support feel or look like for you? And, you know, as an example, so for us next year, it's like, I have meal delivery services with Thistle. It's like 50 bucks a week, but they send me meals. So that's supportive for mm -hmm. me. Um, we're going to work with Kiki regularly. So Kiki's our favorite um, healer and seer. And then we're going to have Aaron, you know, so it's like having the spiritual support from Kiki, having my body support from this meal delivery company, that's really affordable. And then having like the coaching from Aaron as just mm -hmm. like three examples. So it could look like for you, like every Monday you're going on a walk with a friend that you feel really supportive and yourself with, or you have your partner cooking dinner on Wednesday, mm -hmm. or you have your parents watching the kids on Saturday, whatever your support dream world would look like, it's really fortifying that, putting it in the calendar and planning it for the year so that you know you're going into 2021 supported. Yeah, it's a good feeling. I'm already mm -hmm. feeling it. I'm like, ooh, that feels nice. Yes. That feels really, really nice. So permission. There you go. Permission. Love that. Last one for me is releasing expectations. Mm -hmm. So I think it's Big really one. important too with this grand conjunction on 1221. It's like, if you read some spiritual stuff, it's like the world is splitting. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, oh, it's kind of true a little yeah. bit. The world has been splitting this whole year. But with anything that happens or anything like that, I think it's releasing any and all expectations of mm -hmm. what you think is going to happen, what you want to happen, what you're scared to happen, and really just as best you can being as present for what is. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I always think of Ram Dass yeah. when I think about releasing expectations. I just I see his little face and I'm see like- a good quote? That's a good one. I, I, he definitely does. Yeah. But yeah, he just- the presence that Ramdas has, dude, I know, does not leave room for expectation, dude. It's beautiful. Well, I guess he's like the bee here now. Yeah, it is important to expect nothing, to take every experience, including the negative ones, as merely steps on the path, and to proceed. That's a good one. I just love him so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his like, eyes are super interesting. He's like a mantis. Mm -hmm. He's very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I had disengaged from the agenda, pull away from chaos, release expectations and boundaries. Oh, I have to repeat mine. I, I didn't even have them all written down. <laughs> no way, just channeled straight up. Mine was basically embodying, mm -hmm. you know, who, who I want to be now rather than just kind of like 
lovingly, adoringly looking at it in the future as if it's never going to come. The example was the financial thing. And then just doing a, an inventory check on like, what am I eating? How am I moving? Like really, how can I set myself up to feel awesome in the new year? And yeah, that can also include as an aside, like your life edit where it's like, what do I not need? Can I like clear some space in the closet? Can I, you know, just make sure all aspects of my life feel really clean, good, clear. Um, And then the last one, do you remember? Wow. Yeah, it was embodiment. It was like no more excuses pretty much. Oh yeah, just just being sick of that. Yeah, the yeah, it's I don't even know if that was one of them, but it was off of your like indecisiveness. So it's just like I'm yes. done. Yes. I'm done. I'm done with like just the parts of myself that as I'm witnessing, I'm like, you're annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's lo- with love. It's just like, hey, mm-hmm. you served your purpose for whatever reason. Get off the bus. Just you're done. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's all good. I'm like excited to just start to like be that. Mm-hmm. So you should yeah. shame that part of you. I should. Until it learns its lesson. I should burn it at the stake. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's how you do that. I think that's how you grow from that is you, is you burn that part of you at the stake. <laughs> hey, everyone, share below all of the things yeah, that you're, you're about you that you're burning at the stake. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, whew, that felt good. Shall we take a deep breath? Yeah, appreciate you all for for being here and listening and participating. We'd love, you know, to hear what you're doing to prepare for 1221. If you're preparing for the new year, you can join us in conversation in the Facebook group or on Instagram, you know, Almost 30 Podcast or in our DMs. And we've got some really exciting things. I know that's like the annoying influencer thing to say, but we're really looking forward to January of this year with you. We have been dreaming of ways that we can go deeper and just be more open with you and grow with you and learn with you and make you feel less alone. And yeah, that's all going to be happening in January. All going to be happening. Can't wait to share it. And, you know, as we head into the new year, just know we have support in our shop as well. Mm -hmm. Any workshops, like maybe you're home and you have time. Mm -hmm. Um, We have workshops on everything from uh, reclaiming love and breathwork meditation. We have an alien workshop. We have uh, a womb awakening. We have a workshop on anxiety, on intuition. There's so many in there on human design, which is one of our most popular ones with Jenna Zoe. So many in there. So would love, you know, for you to dive in or even give us a, a gift. Mm-hmm. Got him. some good old gifts in there. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, would also love to thank our sponsors for the episode. Our sponsors, you know, do make it possible for us mm-hmm. to do this. And as always, since the beginning, We only share brands with you that we love and believe in and use ourselves. So if you ever have questions about brands or what products we use, um, you can DM us on at almost 30 podcast. But today's sponsors were Birch Benders, Favorite Pancakes, (laughs) Paleo Valley, Everly Well, and Daily Harvest. Oh, some good ones. You can check out all of our sponsors at almost30.com. And we have a partners page, but we work with great brands and we're thankful to share them with you. We will see you on the next episode. We have episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And welcome to our community. Welcome, y'all. See you next time. See you soon. Bye.